Hello there, and welcome back to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. My name is Sam, and if you have listened to any of our podcast episodes or been a part of any of our core online trainings, you know how passionate I am not only about the direct selling industry, but also about women stepping into their true self-worth and all of the amazingness that they can have in life. And today's episode is going to be a really powerful one if you are one of those women who wants to be truly inspired to live your masterpiece life. I've decided to bring in as a special guest, a woman who I think is one of the most inspirational women I have had the absolute pleasure of connecting with over the last uh, few years or since I have been in my business. This is a woman who has proven herself, but to herself, and she is now super passionate about heart-driven women, about helping women to uncage themselves and to step into their true value and their true worth. The amazing Linda Evenden is a mum, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur, she's been in the network marketing industry and she now has a team of thousands all over the globe that bring in millions of dollars a year. She is an amazing, amazing woman who now as the CEO and founder of Heart Driven Women makes it her passion and her mission to help women step into everything that they can have in life. You are going to be inspired by this episode. You're going to love to hear her story. I know it. And you're going to walk away from this feeling enlightened and ready to take on the world. So if you need a little bit of that, and I think we all do, you are going to love this. So tune on in, grab your cup of tea or coffee, and enjoy listening to the amazing Linda Evenden. Hello, everybody, and welcome back into the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I am joined today by the beautiful Linda Evenden. Thank you so much for coming in and being a guest on our podcast today, Linda. So excited to be here. Really been looking forward to this. Now, Linda, uh, to give a little bit of backstory, we had the absolute pleasure of meeting face-to-face before all the craziness happened. I'm going to say it was probably about five years ago now. Uh, at one of your amazing events with your incredible team. Um, But to give a little bit of backstory, Linda, you're a wife and a mum, which you're going to tell us all about as we go through here. You're also a speaker and a coach. You're super passionate about the network marketing uh, profession, but you are also super passionate about, and this is why I'm really excited to chat with you today, helping women to supercharge their dreams. And I, I like, I feel like this could be a really long podcast. We're going to try and keep it nice and short, but there's so much we could talk about in this. But do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about who Linda is and your story? Yeah, I guess, you know, my story starts off way back in, you know, I did all the right things. I wanted to be successful, which for me way back when was um, probably chasing money. A lot of my early identity around success equals making money to, to impress other people. That's kind of the model that, that I took on and, and was influenced by. And uh, probably about eight years into my corporate career, um, working for one of Australia's largest companies, I reached a certain level. And I remember having a pause going, there's only two women in positions 
that are higher in that big pyramid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at a, at, it was all pay level. And I didn't exactly admire them. I didn't really want to be them. And I didn't envy their position. And it was that horrible feeling, but also the freedom on the other side of it when you have that real truth talk with yourself about what am I doing? You know, this was the dream job. I've got it. And now it's here. And is this it? Yeah. And I know that I'm not the only one that has had, you know, um, seasons and chapters in um, in the career of where you take that pause. And I'm so grateful that it, it showed up for me as, as um, a physical adrenal blowout, but really it was a mental blowout. Yeah. Um, I, the depression snuck in soon after it and I, I was overworked, you know, certainly a great pay, a high level of pay, but deeply unfulfilled. And I didn't yet understand just how important our fulfillment is. And so I knew that I wanted to be someone who would continue to jump out of bed with excitement and a real passion and a, and, and being drawn towards what I wanted to fulfill in life mm-hmm. and not be in the drag and the dread. So any time that I found myself fall back into that, I ask those better questions about, you know, what lights me up? What do I really love doing? And so then became the quest of fulfillment. Yeah. Then I started a big um, dive into personal development and eventually found network marketing where fulfillment and talk about fulfillment and and being heart-driven in your life is, you know, we have so much abundance yeah. of um, talk around this. Yeah, I love it. And tell us a little bit about your beautiful family. You do business now with your family, which is really beautiful to watch. And I've got to say, you know, but when I first met you, uh, I was in Oxano by myself. I now have my husband in here, but you were one of those people who really inspired me and showed me that it can be done. You can work yes. with your husband. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. And there's always a balance. It's it's the masculine and feminine. It's the, you know, the seat in the bus who who is naturally good at this, who is naturally good at this, who is really, you know, I just say I'm crap at that. Um, we can't be good at everything. And usually what you often find is the reason that you're with your partner is the opposites attract. Yeah. So usually it's it's nearly always um, the opposite. So once you define the roles and um, responsibilities, once that's clear on who's better at this, there's always middle ground that no one really wants to do. Once you know what what that is, um, it can be amazing. It can be harmonious. It can be um, a true gift. Um, James and I have always found that easy um, working together. We've always loved working together. So I was very determined to keep finding a way that we could work together and still have our independence, mm. not be in each other's pocket every day, still have our own lives inside and outside of work, inside and outside of marriage. Um, I think it's really important and one of the keys as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that we get to do that. Yeah, super important. And I love that you bring that up. Having that beautiful balancing act is is so important. I think even if you don't work with your partner, um, yeah. still so important to make sure that you don't let the business become everything. Yes. It's going to be more successful when all those areas in your life are balanced. I know that's a big part of what you really so work with people yeah. on. 
So true. So, Linda, I, I want to hear a little bit more. I mean, we're going to talk about heart-driven women today and, and I'm super excited about that topic, but I'd really love for our listeners to hear a little bit more about your journey in network marketing and yeah. the amazing success that you and James are achieving now in your business. You know, what was that journey like for you and, and where are you now and how did you get to where you are? Yeah, it's it, it started for me um, 14 years ago. And, you know, I, I was um, blessed enough to land in the same company that I've been with the whole time. So this was my, you know, my one-shot deal, which is um, really nice. And it started with a conversation. I was at a very low point in life. Mm. It's when we were transitioning, we had been involved in our own business and we had just um, barely survived through the global financial crisis. So we had... Just to paint the picture, we had three kids under three and a half. Um, James was just starting um, back in real estate mm. and in Queensland at the time, just after the GFC, was not great timing, not like the boom that we're in at the moment, yep. the opposite. And I was in physical pain. I was in emotional pain because, once again, what we had invested all of our you know, our spirit and our mind, all of our finances into, um, yet again, life felt like snakes and ladders. You know, when you you go up a ladder and yep. you get a win and then that great big snake, you're only a few few places from winning in the end, yep. and then you get that great big woo, way down to the beginning again, that big fat snake. So I felt like there'd been so many big fat snakes and I was just having a tantrum, just... I was tired of it. My mm. entrepreneurial spirit, I was almost in denial of that. I was tired of it. I wanted safe. I wanted just to settle for crumbs. Yeah. And after settling for crumbs and safety for, I don't know, let's call it a year, um, I just felt really sad again, just like those dreams were gathering dust. You know, the vision board was packed away and it was just like you should be happy. You know, you should be settling for what you have oh, um, the there's that, always that voice that's screaming at you right mm. Sam the, the voice of I want more and that that's okay and one of my dear friends who I had just always watched with so much admiration and respect because she was always up to good things I love to describe my friend Lauren as just always up to great things and as a true friend does a true friend friend holds you accountable to your standards and she knew what my standards were for me and, and my family and our life. And she came to visit and I was actually, it's hard to even admit, but this is the most powerful part of your story. And that's tip number one, is to share the parts that feel grim, share the parts that feel a little shameful, a little sad. Those parts mm -hmm. are what we connect with the most. And I just remember just having this moment of not even wanting her to come and visit me in my home because she was living in America at the time. I was ashamed of where we were renting and yeah. I knew that she was going to bring up her network marketing business because she was flying high and to be honest even though I was a huge fan of the products they'd completely changed my life I didn't get the network marketing thing I was just I, I you know I, I'm the typical um person of I don't have time I don't want to be one of those people and um you know I don't really get it and I remember her I was picking her up from the airport and I had all my excuses locked and loaded, like in a right ready in, to go. <laughs> in a double barrel, 
ready to go because I knew she was going to bring it up. And she was so patient and elegant. And here's tip number two. She just listened. She listened to every one of my excuses elegantly and gracefully. And she really heard me. She wasn't already dismissing them or trying to talk me out of them or trying to objection handle. Mm -hmm. She knew better than to do that with me. But what she did was take a pause. You know, I said, look, James is working six days a week. I'm in, I'm in physical pain. I have three kids under three and a half. Just, I had it all there. And she said something that I just wasn't expecting. She just took a pause, and pauses are very powerful. And she said, I get it. I, I hear all of those reasons. And let me ask you this. What if you could do this? What if you could be successful? What if together we could really create some mm-hmm. magic? What if you could let me help you really get going in this business? And I oh, I had to take this. It was physical for me because I remember the moment. Um, I took this breath because this was a question I wasn't expecting. When you ask one of these questions, what if, you open up a completely different part mm-hmm. of the brain. You're out of the reptilian yeah. brain of, no, high alert, go away, I want to stay safe. And you literally, it's kind of the Simon Sinek, you know, it's the golden keys, it's the people people by why we do, not what we do. Yeah. And so she was tapping into that limbic system, that part of my brain. She's an amazing coach. But that what-if question is yep. so powerful. I use it to this day, nearly every day, whether I'm inviting, whether I'm following up, whether I'm um, checking in on someone. And We all have these reasons why not. We all have these excuses that completely overwhelm and overrun us. When we can take pause and say, I get it, I felt that way too. Let me ask you this. What if you could? What could this be for you? What could another $500 a month be to you? What would that mean for you right now? Let's just start really small. And it just opened up what I could travel again. Maybe I could come to the conference with you and get all dressed up and maybe I could feel back in charge of my life and and not be arguing over simple things like a haircut and a pair of designer jeans, you know. That was my pain, Sam. Arguing with James over basic things, that was my pain. (laughs) The the financial stress that I just Mm. was like, I'm better than this. I work too hard for this. This is... This is BS. I, I need a different way. But feeling trapped, feeling trapped by childcare and paying tax and it just all wasn't worth it to me. And here was this path that yeah. she showed me about it'll be worth it. And what if we can have fun? Yeah. What if there's no pressure here? What if there's no big expectations but we can play? And as a female... That's what I needed to know, that I would be safe, that I could grow in a safe place, that I could um, dust off without huge expectations on me because I was fragile at that time. I really was. And I love our profession for that grace that we give women, for this space Mm. of rebuilding. Because what I know to be true is when something is important to us, when something matters, when something ignites and you know part of our soul and our heart and it's bigger than us get out of our way game over it's on we we can create magic we can achieve so much beauty when it matters to us 
And I believe that the magic of network marketing is we can play. We can go when it's go time. We can work within your feminine cycles, right? When it's doing a cover day. Okay, we can have those days. I could never have that in corporate. I had to force. I had to push. I had to drive. I had to pull. There wasn't those days where I could be more gentle. And so I think it's the ultimate sacred feminine space where we can, you know, expand when it's expansion time and when we can contract when it's Mm. quiet time and that it's all here for us. Yeah, amazing. Such a beautiful story too and and very I love that honesty as well, Linda, and I love what you said about the because one of the most important parts of building the relationship, of course, with your um, team and your customers is opening up and sharing those stories. And I love what you said about you know, really thinking about those those moments that maybe you feel a bit uncomfortable yeah. about sharing and they can be those moments that are the most powerful. And I think, too, which you've probably just tapped into, the most powerful for us to sit in as well and remember where yes. we've come from. So I love that. Now, Linda, you've gone from there to to where you are today. Can you just give us a bit of a rundown on what your business looks like now? Uh, today, it's it's beautiful. You know, the dream came true. That's what I would say. I became a student. You know, I I stuffed around really for the first year, finding my feet. But the biggest yeah. gift for me was filling my own cup first, developing my mm-hmm. belief, developing my courage, developing my strength, and just having people see me and understand me, connect with me and believe in me. And the biggest gift that I wasn't expecting, and frankly, I questioned, I didn't even know it existed like it does, is powerful women mentors who have gone before you, who are so generous with their time, with their wisdom. And I just leaned into that. I learned and I became just a really hungry student. And once I got myself, you know, out of the way, then I needed to build my belief on our industry. You know, I was kind of a closet network marketer. I was trying to hide behind, oh, it's not really Mm -hmm. that. We're not really one of those companies. I'm not really one of those people. Mm -hmm. Um, So it it, it was quite the journey to become loud and proud, as my dear friend Celine says. That was a journey. I resisted that. And the one piece of advice I would have is do that fast. Do that as fast as you can. Be be a wonderful Mm -hmm. student of how incredible this profession is and know the, the handful of things that you love about it. So... You know, going from year one to year 14 now, um, I understood the magic of compounding. I understood that this is the ultimate pay-it-forward business, that if I chose the desk instead of the couch, you know, for a few big years, and if I was um, to really load up and be, you know, in strategic imbalance, to have a few big seasons and a few big chapters and have my family contract in place of when it was go time and when it was, you know, rest and reward time. I love that, a family contract. Absolutely, because this is a family business. So the kids have grown Mm -hmm. up in this and they've always been involved. If we're going for something, the family knows. It's on the calendar. We're agreeing. and I know what their big rocks are. I know what their must-haves are. I know what their Mm non-negotiables are. So simple things sound like, the kids wanted me to pick them up from school and not be on my phone and be present. So that, mm. you know, 2.45 until, you know, 6 o'clock, it's all them. Yep. It's it's the homework time. It's it's be the mum of the year. It's chopping up fruit. It's 
not asking too many questions, but it's been available. Most of the time they don't even need me. They yeah. don't even want me because I'm just this annoying mum. But just they know that I'm there that and there. present and aware. Yeah. Um, that was a game changer for me because then when their cup is yeah. full, they're not trying to fight for your attention. And this goes back to way to the, mm. the toddler days even. Um, of and, and even with with so many mums wanting to stay at home and work from home around our kids, this is a reason that we do it. And then I can find sometimes mm. they're frustrated, you know, a few years in of almost wishing the toddler years away. And believe me, I felt that and I was there. But there's no... There's no secret to it other than you don't get a lot of work done while the toddlers are awake. You just don't. So this mm. is where, you know, I'm a huge believer in you can create an empire in just hours a day and choose the desk instead of the couch. Choose the desk over Netflix. Yeah, I love Not that. forever, yeah. for a few years. And and have mm. when you've got the big rocks in place, when you've got date night in place, when you've got your big social events in place when you've got a collective family goal you're working towards you know we've been to disney three times because we're obsessed with disney so they're <laughs> the things that we would work towards even now we're working yeah. towards the end of the year because we've been in the pandemic we haven't been overseas but my kids love traveling we did the europe tour yeah and we yeah. did it through the power of network marketing one of my incredible mentors mm. planted a seed way in my early days right when I was earning maybe about 2000 a month. And, she, you know, she, she planted the seed for me of, you know what, this is what this business delivers. You're picked up in a limousine. Your family are traveling to Europe in business class and, and you're closing a conference in Vienna and, and your, your family are there. They're seeing this for you. That's what this yeah. business delivers. I, I didn't realise, I get goosebumps talking about this, she planted a seed for me that day and hopefully I'm planting some seeds for whoever's listening as well today, that what happened for me on that day and why I get goosebumps because this is important, that's my body's way of saying this is the juice of life, this is the fulfilment, it's not even the trip. Mm -hmm. It's who you become on the journey because the girl that was yeah, sitting at the exactly. table that day who was wide-eyed, was still saying, I couldn't possibly do that. Who would I need to become mm -hmm. to be invited to be a speaker? And that question has held me for so many years. Who do I need to become? What else? Do I it's not that I didn't have those qualities already. What part of me do I need to expand and foster and nurture? What part of me do I need to focus on building and creating, if that makes sense? Yeah. So... So beautiful rude. journey, so this, this journey of expanding. Um, it's who we become. That's That would be my takeout from that, Sam. Yeah, I love that. And off the back of, I mean, you and James have built a multi-million dollar business. You're obviously reaping the success of that. And you have got so many people now that are following your lead, are inspired by you. And I've seen that in a conference where you stand up and you speak, you captivate the room. All of these people are sitting there going, it's possible I can do it because I've watched Linda do it. And you've unashamedly shared that story that journey the whole way through. You don't, I've, I've heard some of these little stories you shared along the way uh, of your, you know, those financial yeah. challenges you experienced many years ago and how you overcame that and how you and James came together to do that. 
using this business, which is amazing. But I want to ask you a little bit now about heart-driven women. You are incredibly passionate about not just network marketing, but also about women. And uh, I want to ask you a little bit about heart-driven women and your passion for helping people to create their own masterpiece life. I love that word, by the way. I think that's just such a beautiful phrase. Can you tell us a little bit about that passion and that journey and where you're at with that now? Years ago, you know, I'm a huge believer in constant and never-ending learning and, you know, to expand Mm -hmm. and, and to surround yourself with people who are on the same journey or even better to be further ahead than you. So who you love, admire Mm -hmm. and respect, what are they doing in life that you want to bring about in your life too? So I've always been a huge fan of having a coach, lots of different coaches across all areas of life. And I came to a point where I was very easily, I could have easily been very burnt out, you know, with, you know, with Mm -hmm. financial success, um, you know, came the story of overwhelm and doing too many things and Mm -hmm. being too available to everyone. And I hadn't mastered, you know, boundaries and and balance. And, you know, I used to just think balance, schmelance. And really it was just a story that I was telling myself about, you know, working hard and and Mm -hmm. it would always have to be that way. And it doesn't. I knew that, that there was a different belief and story for me to take on. And I became obsessed because when I heard the concept of, well, you don't just want a great life, right, Sam? You want your life to be a masterpiece. You're here for a beautiful life. And what I love about this concept is it's different to everyone. You know, the masterpiece life for me is being able to do the things that light me up most of the time. Yeah. And also Mm -hmm. a harmony with my family and with my kids and with our team and with, you know, a coaching life and with, a life of contribution. Once you've got all those other big rocks and pillars in place, then you can turn your gaze to contribution. And I was finally mm-hmm. at that stage in life of, wow, um, those given much, much is expected. And I knew that it was my turn to give back. And I, I was witness to just a beautiful moment um, many years ago. It was in a beautiful fancy hotel in, in Whistler, Canada, and it was a very um, successful room. It was a room of elite entrepreneurs. It cost an arm and a leg to get into this room and it was some incredible thought leaders and I was pinching myself sometimes in the imposter syndrome. What am I doing in this room? Am I really here? Have I earned a place here? I'm not sure that ever goes away, Mm -hmm. but the louder voice has to be my guide and I'm blessed. (laughs) I'm here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I always just kind of am am on notice for what moves me with goosebumps, Mm -hmm. with tears which is, is kind of the soul's message. And one of my dear friends who I knew had had trauma and injustice in her life, but I didn't know to the extent, when we were talking about money and the money story and our upper limits when we start to sabotage with money, because we all have an upper limit where we know, oh, if I was to earn more than that in a month, oh, I'd get wobbly. I'd, that that yep. would feel uncomfortable, just that our inner ballast would be off. And then you kind of explore, well, what would you do? What beliefs start to sneak mm-hmm. in? You know, what? where are they from? Let's start to call them out. And usually I've got a healthy balance, but in this particular room, mine was shaky early. <laughs> I was surrounded. There yeah. were some billionaires in this room. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of emotion already coming up. And my friend stood up and 
the speaker was saying, where did your money story come from? And she's like, money's corrupt, money's evil, money's all of these other things. It's dark, it's dirty. And he was being quite cavalier in the moment because usually in a room like this you wouldn't expect. And then she said with fire and anger, I was sold three separate times before I was eight. Oh, wow. And it was that moment. Yeah. We, you could hear a pin drop. There's, there's, the energy is static. And, you know, we looked mm. at each other and said, what did she say? And I'm like, this is my friend. And I felt this across the room like, boom, this hit me. And what unfolded for the next three hours was pure grace. It was divine and guided and blessed. And we ended up gaining the gift that money is neutral. Money's neutral. It's whatever we make it. And it just expands who we are. And if we're up to good things, money expands us being up to good things. And so Heart Driven Women was born right then and a few months after um, because I knew that it was time to not just talk about, you know, being good and it was really time to get into action of doing good. And I never knew Mm -hmm. that I had this heart for freeing girls from cages. Suddenly it became imperative to me that it wasn't okay that young girls are in cages and the atrocities and horrors that happen to young girls in cages around the world, literally physically in cages. Mm. And I got to partner with a a beautiful woman, um, Evelyn, from Free a Girl. And it was this concept Mm -hmm. that got me, Sam, that just 50 US dollars can free a girl from a cage. Yeah, wow. wow. Another wow moment for me, like, are you kidding? I can do an event. I can raise mm. money for that. That's a story that I can tell. You know, mm. one of my superpowers, yeah. I believe, is I'm a communicator and I'm a mm. voice and I've always been a voice for those with a quieter voice, um, for minorities, for for those who don't yet have a voice. And Heart Driven Women was very much about freeing us so we can free others about a collaboration with yeah, empowered women really. to use our gifts and our super mm-hmm. uh, superpowers together collectively to reach down and help women mm-hmm. fill their cup. And then once our cups are full, how do we give back to those who don't even yet own their body to eventually own a voice? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the, the heart of Heart Driven Women is really it's, it's a coaching salon is what I love to call it. <laughs> I love that. So good. So powerful. And I, what we'll do as well, I know, and I've got some more questions I want to ask, but I know that right now a lot of our listeners are thinking, that's amazing. How do I get involved? How do I find out more? What is, how does this work? We'll put some links as well in the show notes for those of you that want to check it out. But you do have a website as well, Linda, for Heart Driven yeah, Women. Which yeah. is pretty easy, <laughs> heartdrivenwomen.com. So jump there and have a little bit of a look. It's a beautiful website. And it gives a lot of information about some of the things that you can do as well with women. And I love that concept of it's one thing to be physically caged, but many of us yes, are internally caged. Which I know and, to be true. And and there was yeah. there was a synergy there of if we're able yeah. to and it's no it's painful. Pain is mm, you know, pain yep. is relative to, to who and where you are. It's spiritual pain. And unlocking yeah. that and be continuing to be on the journey. I'm not sure that we're ever fully free. And that's what keeps us hungry to always want to keep expanding and, and, and be free. Yeah. The journey never, never ends until the moment we're gone. Agreed, agreed. Does it. So 
I love that so much. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that we've spoken a lot just inside of our trainings is that conditioning that we grow up with just from being young, young children, babies, we're conditioned to behave and feel a certain way. You know, I, I observed this just the other day with, you know, I became more aware of what we say to our kids and what others say to their kids. And just that concept of even stopping um, our children from embracing their emotions yes. and their feelings by saying, you're yes. okay, you'll be all right. Don't worry about it, get over it, brush it off. And, uh, you know, the conditioning we go through, and that's just one example, yeah. but the conditioning we experience in life to get to where we are now. And it, I would say that it was probably in my early 30s. I don't know where it was for you, but that moment where suddenly you go, there's yes. more. Like there's got to be yes. more than this. There's something not congruent between my heart yes. and my head. It's not yeah. lining up. Something's yeah. off. And it's. I love that saying that when the student's ready, the teacher yes. appears. And it's those moments where we need to start stepping into, and it can be scary, but stepping into and embracing that opportunity to learn and grow and really learn who yeah. we are and unlock those okay. cages. I love that. So good. And I, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, the you talking about the masterpiece life. And you, you've sort of answered this a little bit, but I want to dive in a little bit further. What do you really believe holds women back from from having that masterpiece life? What's getting in the way? What's what's the you know what's that stronghold that's stopping people from achieving that? I think it's it's been caged to old, outdated conditioning. It's like an old computer. Mm. And mm -hmm. the software, you know, is for 20 or 30 years ago. And yeah. we weren't consciously given the software and it's running the whole show. So what I mean by that is we're a victim to what other people think. We're a victim to old beliefs of behaving a certain way and meeting other people's expectations. I mean, just think about what you were told when you were growing up about who you should be you know, what kind of career mm. um, that you should end up in. We'd look, we would look and be so strange, right? We'd be like, like a, a three-headed monster. You know, we'd be part astronaut, <laughs> part fire person, part, um, yes, lawyer, <laughs> part doctor, part, there's all kinds of things mm -hmm. in there. And people's intentions for us are pure and good, but it's not for mm. us. And so we often don't actually mm. think about what's my heart's desire, what do I love, what lights me up, what do I truly yeah. want to pursue in my own life if I couldn't fail, if, if I was given the steps and just our own developing our own inner life. We're so concerned with the outer life and keeping up appearances and, you know, mm. staying away from judgment and fitting in. And that's where we become a weird, freaky monster because, and, and we can mm. never please that. We can never be that. You just have to look at Instagram yeah. filters. You, We just can't ever be that. It's freakish. <laughs> so when we stop and pause and ask, who am I really? Initially, it can be really scary. But when you can keep faith and courage that you're here to discover your own inner life and come back to self. It's all learning is remembering. You already know who you are. You already know how to get back home and shut down those distractions. Yeah. So, I, yeah. you know, the short story there is what holds women back. It's trying to please others would be my number one thing. Yeah. Oh, that's such a big one, isn't it? 
And I think that's too, like what you said before, I feel like the imposter syndrome, I feel like that that also doesn't go away. It's just a learning journey. Would that would that be totally. your observation I'm, too? I'm it's, all about, you know, part of my masterpiece life and life by design work is mm-hmm. I believe that we're, we've all got mo- multiple personalities. We've all got multiple <laughs> personality. Like, no, I won't call it a disorder. But we do, and you know the many characters. I call it right? channels. There you go. Got different right? channels. Different yeah. personalities, <laughs> personal realities. What I've become better at is asking the question of which which personality needs to be in the mm-hmm. driver's seat right now. And so yep. me showing up, being just open and going with the flow is the best personality to be showing up today in the podcast, just being present and thoughtful and, and fun and mm-hmm. light. Um, the next call that I have is a heart driven women call and I'm going to be, um, in coaching mode. I'm going to be in, yeah. um, it's a different presence. And then mama bear is one of my other personalities. And that's, you, you know, about the safety and nurturing and loving and a different presence. Yeah. And wifey is another personality. And my husband doesn't necessarily want the boss lady who's going to, you know, maybe she's just 5%, but she's got to speak up in the boardroom because when she doesn't speak up, there's an anger that's seething. I don't even know what I'm angry about, but, oh, I didn't speak my truth. Yeah. Which is why we've got the thyroid problems, right? We've got the, like, not speaking our truth. And so Mm -hmm. work with your personalities there's some personalities that are wreaking havoc in your life too. They're the backseat drivers. They're mm. the judge. They're the stickler, the controller, the perfectionist, um, you know, mm. the, the anxious Annie. Whatever other personalities that you have, sometimes they've literally taken over your life. So I get women to kind of assess yeah. who's in the driver's seat most of the time and is this the most appropriate personality. Yeah. And when you can start to identify yeah, how life is, and how you'd love it to be? Do you want it to be more playful, more fun, more lighthearted? Do you want it to be more loving, more joyous? Do you want it to be more kick-ass and courageous? It's really inviting in and developing these personalities. And I think the magic is I schedule them and invite them in in advance. So I yeah, color code. I love that. And okay. I, my diary is color coded for who, who I'm needing to be. Oh, that's so good. And that helps switch <laughs> from like the, the boss lady to the, yep. to the more feminine, you know, if it's wifey time, that's different. Yep. Um, Love that. That's helpful. What a great tip. Yeah. Yep. Pre-plan your yeah. personalities. So good. And I just want to talk really quickly about intuition because you do talk a lot about that in Heart Driven Women and uh, I know that that's one of the hardest things sometimes to hear, let alone action on. Um, can you just quickly tell us a little bit about why intuition is so important and how we can better listen to that ourselves? That's a big question, I know. (laughs) No, you know, and my short answers, uh, it's just examples. What are real-life examples of this? We all know the time that we didn't listen and then we felt that I knew knew, this was going to happen and and we suffer a consequence because Mm -hmm. of it. We, we, We feel disappointed. We feel... Um, we feel the stuck energy afterwards. Yeah. So I, I just encourage everyone to feel we're energetic creatures. Business is energies. Everything is energy. 
And so for me, our intuition is just taking pause. Why do I feel like I need to be showing up for this today? I don't know. Let's see. I just know that I need to. Yep. Why do I feel drawn to this speaker right now? Oh, it's just asking better questions and just yep. tuning in and, and tapping in. And we know how to do this. Yep. We're energetic creatures. We've done this for eons. And that sixth sense is always here for safety and protection. Mm-hmm. If you're about to go into an elevator and you don't like the character in the elevator, society in our head will say, well, I don't want to be offensive and not go in right now. I don't want to offend this person. Yep. But that moment can save our life. Yeah. You don't like the feeling of the car park? Go back and get someone. Yeah. Yeah. Go ring someone. You don't like the um, being a backpacker for many years in many um, countries. <clears throat> my intuition kept me strong. And the one or two times that I didn't follow it, I, I quickly learned um, to have that on high radar. Yeah. Even even if just a few years ago we were in downtown, um, you know, Memphis, and it was maybe after twelve or one, and I was responsible for a lot of people there, mm. and it was fun and it was goofy, but I felt something change. I felt it, and I'm like, I'm not even sure what this is. How am I going to get this rowdy crew out of here? Mm. But I knew I needed to, and I don't yeah. question it. Mm. So in that moment, I could just with very sharp clarity, come back to, we need to move on from here now. And sure enough, you know, three blocks away when we're walking home, I could see that the vibe was changing completely. So we call it the vibe. I would say what the vibe is (laughs) in your intuition. Follow your heart's lead. It always knows what to do. So good. And man, oh man, do I have some stories about, uh, and and I will just say, you know, yeah. it's one of those things just when you're a, a parent, a new parent, um, yeah. it didn't take me very long to realise, but in those first sort of six months when you've had your first baby, how often did it happen where you questioned yourself because you didn't know how to be a parent, you were learning and, right. you know, there was something not right, whether it was, you know, your baby was teething or wouldn't go to sleep or wouldn't yes. feed and you knew what to do, but you also questioned it. And so because you didn't believe you knew what you were doing, you'd ask everybody else and you get a hundred different opinions. You get so super stressed because none of the things everyone told you to do would work. Finally, when you've got nothing left to do, you do the one thing that you first thought you should do that you questioned and it's the one thing that works. Every thousand percent. I think we all have a lot of examples, but it's so important. It's free. Yeah. You, You always know the answers. I honestly believe is that coaching is just a series of questions to help lead you faster to your own answers. You, no yep. one knows what's best for you. Yeah. You already know that. I love something that Tony Robbins said actually, which is when you don't know, you know. I was like, yeah. so good. So true. Yeah. And I love that what if question you said at the start as well, Linda. What if you did know? Yeah. What would the answer be then? Because yeah. I, I reckon you'd have it. <laughs> Take <a guess. laughs> So just super quickly, because I want to jump into our fun questions and wrap up because I know that we're going over time, but this is so amazing and I know our listeners are getting so much out of this right now. But can you just give us some quick tips for those women right now that are having a hard time in believing in themselves? If they're thinking, what do I do next? What's something I can do right now to help me on this journey? Have you got any quick tips to give them? I want you to just know what your success formula is. There's been plenty of times in life that you've been successful and you just keep forgetting them. Yeah. Have a think about, 
you know, what you did in those moments. What what was your personality like? What was your posture like? What kind of things were you doing? Mm. And how did you rise to those occasions? Because that's always there. That yeah. never leaves us. So it's kind of the whole, you know, which one are you going to feed, the flowers or the weeds? Um, feed the belief muscle and develop yeah. that and and notice the good. And And this is where you're constantly surrounding yourself with, positive vibes that the vibes are high and that you bring that everyone can be debbie downer everyone can take the easy road and say i can't and i'm fearful and i'm so it starts with us and it's always a choice Mm. what's wrong is available so is what's right and you know that you'll completely kick ass in any moment you just forget you choose to forget so you stay safe but it's bs and you know it so it's time to start expanding there is no fail there's progress, there's learning, and it's it's all part of the worthy mission. That's yeah, so good. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Linda. Um, I'm going to jump into these questions now, but I really want to encourage people to check out heartdrivenwomen.com. And again, you know, I've known you through um, the work that we do in the industry and you are such an inspiration. I love watching the impact that you're having and it's simply by helping people impact themselves and it's just so beautiful to watch. So thank you for everything that you do in this space. And I'm really keen to see where where it all goes from here for Linda and James and that beautiful journey that you've got ahead of you as well. You. Now, Linda, I need to know what is your favourite book for our Accelerator book list so we can add it for all of our accelerators. My favourite book, honestly, of all time, to help people get where they want to go um, is called The Big Leap by mm. Gay Hendricks, The yep. Big Leap. Um, and it talks about our upper limits it talks about um, how we sabotage. It talks about um, our favourite flavour of suffering. It, I, I, it, it's great. It talks about um, so much great stuff, the big leap of the gap and how to get there. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. And if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? For me, I think it's about uh, radical courage. Mm, oh, radical wow, courage. That's a good one. I love that. Yep. It would just be radical, you know, courage at any moment. Yep. So good. So good. All right. And your favourite quote, Linda? Do or do not, there is no try. Oh, Yoda. It's Yoda. Yoda. It just reminds me that I'm always the chooser in my life. There's always a choice. I actually said that one to my kids the other day and they nearly threw something in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was to do with homework. That might be why. Why? but still relevant. Very yes. last question, Linda, is if you could go back in time and say one thing to your past self, what would that be? Have more fun. Oh. Lighten up. <laughs> Lighten up. You're amazing. It all works out just like you knew yep. that it would. Yeah, Have I love it. Have more fun on the way. Less stress. Uh, so much to be learnt in that too, I think. Having more fun, especially with your kids. Yes. You can't get that time back, right? I think just to play, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Look, Linda, thank you again so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you and um, you are such an inspiration. Every time I I see you or or hear from you and now today I get the opportunity to have a proper chat with you about what you've been up to. So thank you for joining us. I know our listeners are grateful as well for the impact that you've had today. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure. So, guys, don't forget to check out the show notes for those links. We'll pop them in there. But, again, thank you for tuning in and listening. It's been great having you here on the podcast, and we'll see you all again next week. Bye for now. 
If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.